You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, March the 2nd, 2022. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The war in Ukraine. Seven days since Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the Russian military claimed to have seized control of Kherson in the south. The Ukrainian defense ministry said battles were continuing and parts of the st- city are still in Ukraine's control. The mayor of Kherson said there are hundreds of bodies in his city, and he called on Ukraine's president to open a safe passage to remove them. Meanwhile, heavy bombardment continued of Ukraine's second largest city, Kharkiv, in the northeast, with reports that Russian paratroopers also landed there. Four people were reported killed in the city this morning, following earlier reports of 21 deaths in bombing in the past day. Battles were reported in Mariupol, while sirens continued to sound in Odessa. According to reports, the Russians also hit targets in the region around Kiev, including population centers. U.S. President Joe Biden announced during last night's State of the Union address that the United States will ban Russian aircraft from U.S. airspace, joining a growing number of countries that are closing their skies to Russia following President Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine. The European Union, meanwhile, approved the cutoff of seven more Russian banks from the SWIFT international payment system. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov says that if a third world war were to take place, it would involve nuclear weapons and be destructive. Lavrov was quoted by the RIA news agency as saying that Russia would face a real danger if Kiev acquired nuclear weapons. Earlier, the Kremlin said it is ready to hold another round of ceasefire talks tonight, but it is not clear if representatives from Ukraine will show up. The Kremlin spokesman said there is contradictory information being spread about the contacts. The first round of talks held in Belarus earlier this week produced no breakthrough. Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky said earlier that Russia must stop bombing Ukrainian cities before it will be possible to renew negotiations on a ceasefire. He also called on the international community to support support Ukraine's application for membership to the European Union. This is not the time to be neutral, he said. Zelensky, who is Jewish, also urged Jews around the world not to be silent to stop the massacre of Ukrainians and harm to sacred Jewish sites in Ukraine. He noted that on the first day of the Russian invasion, Uman, where Jews pray every year, was bombed, and yesterday the memorial site for the Babe Yar massacre was damaged in a Russian strike on a television tower in Kiev. Israel's Prime Minister Naftali Bennett says that the state of Israel stands alongside the Ukrainian people, and he called for an immediate ceasefire. He was speaking at a joint news conference with visiting German Chancellor Olaf Scholz in Jerusalem. Earlier today, Bennett and Scholz visited the Yad Vashem Holocaust History Center. The Population and Migration Authority has revised entry requirements for refugees from Ukraine after Ukraine's ambassador to Israel criticized Israel for sending them back to Europe. Under the new criteria, first-degree relatives of Israeli citizens will be granted entry to Israel, even if they are not Jewish, on condition that after the war they return to Ukraine. The Israeli relatives will be required to sign a guarantee. 
In other news, President Isaac Herzog has arrived in Cyprus on an official visit. Herzog traveled last week to Greece, and both trips are aimed at underscoring Israel's alliance with the two countries. This ahead of Herzog's scheduled visit later this month to Ankara amid the warming of ties between Israel and Turkey. Police overnight arrested eight Jewish residents of Samaria on suspicion of assaulting IDF forces and Palestinians a month ago. Police suspect that they arrived at the Shavay Shomron checkpoint in an attempt to enter the nearby illegal outpost of Chomesh. After soldiers refused to let them pass, the eight allegedly started shoving and attacking soldiers and Palestinians in the checkpoint's vicinity. Two of the suspects are students at the yeshiva in Chomesh and were wounded in a shooting attack several months ago, in which a third student was killed. Coronavirus, some 7,700 new cases were diagnosed yesterday for a positive result rate of 10.7%. There are currently 560 people hospitalized in serious condition, 211 of them on ventilators. Since the start of the outbreak in Israel two years ago, 10,218 people have died of COVID-19-related causes. The R-value for transmission stands at 07 and finally, an LL flight from Ben-Gurion Airport to Prague had to return to the airport due to an unruly passenger. After landing, police detained the individual. A con reporter says the passenger was also added to an LL no-fly list, barring him from future travel on the airline. The weather outlook, much colder tomorrow. Intermittent rain in the north and center, accompanied by isolated thunderstorms. Snow on the Hermon, wind and haze in the south. The rain and wind will ease off toward evening. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 20, Tel Aviv 23, Haifa 21, Beersheba 25, and in Eilat going up to 28 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.